This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, August 18th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Water board drought actions. EPA finds cheesemakers. Vilsack gets longed for tool. And USDA readies conservation funding. Water board adopts another drought regulation. The state water board has readopted a regulation for emergency curtailments along Deer and Mill Creeks in Northern California's Feather River watershed. The order aims to preserve water flows for salmon and steelhead trout species and drinking water supplies as drought conditions continue. The decision extends the regulation another year. Maintaining sufficient flows in these creeks can prevent potentially catastrophic impacts, said Board Chair Joaquin Esquivel. We strongly encourage collaborative efforts among area residents to combat increasingly challenging circumstances. On that note, the Board also approved new water quality certifications that will benefit habitat restoration projects. The order will streamline reporting and help to speed up implementation of the projects. EPA finds Tulare cheese plant for chemical spill. The EPA has reached a settlement agreement with Sapto Cheese USA Incorporated for the accidental release of hazardous chemicals in 2018. The facility released more than 5,000 pounds of anhydrous ammonia, raising environmental justice concerns for the nearby community. EPA cited the company for corroded pipes and poor ventilation. When companies do not properly manage a dangerous substance endangering the local community and workers, EPA won't hesitate to levy significant Clean Air Act penalties, warned EPA Pacific Southwest Regional Administrator Martha Guzman. Vilsack, debt relief will keep farmers on the land. Agriculture Secretary Tom Vilsack says the $3.1 billion in farm debt relief included in the newly enacted climate bill will help keep many struggling farmers in business. Speaking to members of the National Association of Farm Broadcasting yesterday, Vilsack said as many as 25% of the farmers with USDA loans are either delinquent or have been delinquent in the recent past, indicating a level of distress. We know right now there's a moratorium on foreclosure actions, but that moratorium gets lifted when and if the public health emergency gets lifted, and that can occur sometime this fall, he said. Vilsack continued, it's a tool that we've longed for, to be able to have the flexibility to say with a reduced interest rate or with restructuring of your loan, we put you in a position where you can stay on the farm. By the way, Vilsack noted that the debt relief will be based on need and not race. Funding replaces a program for minority farmers that was blocked by the courts. More on Vilsack. Funding to address conservation backlog right away. The climate bill, known as the Inflation Reduction Act, also will enable USDA to immediately start addressing the huge backlog in demand for conservation programs, Vilsack said. The measure provides about $18 billion for four programs with the first tranche of funding authorized for fiscal 23 that starts October 1. The expectation is that these resources will be put to use right away, he said. The money, quote, is going to allow us to begin to whittle down the very significant waiting list that we have for projects that require conservation resources, he said.
Republicans will be watching. Senate GOP Whip John Thune, a South Dakotan who's on the Senate Ag Committee, says Republicans want to make sure the IRA conservation funding goes toward uses, quote, that make sense, whether those are working lands programs or set-aside programs, and not a bunch of crazy stuff that they might decide to spend it on. Under the bill, USDA is directed to prioritize projects that, quote, mitigate or address climate change through the management of agricultural production. Thune and other members of the South Dakota delegation held a roundtable yesterday during the Dakota Fest show in Mitchell. By the way, South Dakota's other GOP senator, Mike Rounds, says he's personally talked to Attorney General Merrick Garland about the seriousness of the Justice Department's investigation into possible price fixing by the four largest beef processors. They're going to do it in their own time, but most certainly we will follow up with them and we'll try to find out whether or not they moved in the direction that we think they should, Rounds said. Dicamba risk assessments out today. EPA will release risk assessments on dicamba today as a part of the review of the controversial herbicide, which has been implicated in off-target damage to vegetation and is subject to numerous restrictions. The assessments will cover human health and ecological risk, the agency said in a Federal Register notice yesterday. After reviewing comments received during the public comment period, EPA may issue a revised risk assessment, explaining changes in the draft risk assessment, and respond to comments and may request public input on risk mitigation before completing a proposed registration review decision. Keep in mind, Environmental groups as well as soybean and cotton growers have filed lawsuits in federal courts in the District of Columbia and in Arizona challenging the 2020 registration for the herbicide sold as Extendibax, Tavium, and Ingenia. FAO acts to prepare Yemen for locusts. Recent rains in Yemen are prompting the UN Food and Agriculture Organization to help prepare the country for the potential of locust swarms. The FAO is delivering pesticides and sprayers, as well as overalls, masks, goggles, caps, boots, and gloves to protect the people applying the chemicals. In the face of ever-increasing food and nutrition insecurity in Yemen, the World Bank-funded project is one of FAO's various interventions to help rebuild and restore agricultural productivity and create livelihood opportunities, FAO said in a statement. Here's today's She Said It. We have a once-in-a-generation opportunity to invest state drought funding and hundreds of millions from the federal government to build reliable and climate-resilient water systems. That CDFA Secretary Karen Ross, after joining Interior Secretary Deb Holland on a drought tour in the Central Valley yesterday. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, August 18th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nally.